0: Hello and welcome to the Over Under Achievers. I'm your host, Max Joining me as always, heading to the Jets, probably, I think, maybe. It's just the waterfalls. Jets, huh? Yeah, you know, good stuff. Is this an Aaron Rodgers podcast?
1: I mean, it basically is at this point.
0: I'm just, I'm so glad to be with you today and I'm so glad people are listening because we are going to do wall-to-wall, 120 minutes of Aaron Rodgers talk. I can't get enough of it, I, I can't honestly. begin to tell it's you so how good. we're
1: not, but I I didn't see this coming. I didn't see... Him being like, I already told them last week, I want to go to the Jets. I'm good with the trade there. They can't figure yeah. it out. So
0: I don't know. It's crazy, right? I just like Aaron Rodgers being like, I know that I should probably just like be chill and keep a low prof and help out everybody to get this deal done. But I'm actually going to do the thing that's going to make it more difficult to get this deal done. And now the Jets are looking ridiculous because they're signing all the old Packers corpses. And the Packers look ridiculous because like they're seriously... Trying to tell us that Jordan Love is going to be the quarterback of the future, you know, and it's just i you know i I tweeted this the other day, and I was like because evidently there's some real housewives scandal going on that I just refuse to engage with i'm like I don't know about this. And is this the Vanderpump situation? Could be, Jason. I don't know. Okay, and you're not gonna you're not gonna lure me in like with your casual knowledge about it. Did but you I, hear what happened? No, in I'm it? not doing. I'm not doing this. No, I'm just kidding. I have no idea what it is. But, but it's, I, like, it's, it's, it's all in my Google. Everybody's timeline. It's yeah, yeah my, yeah. my Google News, and it's like, did you see what this happened? I was like, I don't have any knowledge of this. I was like, honestly, that's so stupid. And that's such a stupid thing to spend your time doing. Meanwhile, I'm just reading everything about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, and like, do they secretly hate each other? And I realize I'm a hypocrite because I'm doing this. I'm doing. The Real Housewives of like Green Bay quarterbacks, you know, with Aaron Rodgers this whole time. I'm just sick of them. I am. I really am sick of them.
1: Somebody tweeted out, and the 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 trade in 2040 or 2050 is Jordan Love traded to or signs with the Jets.
0: What is the deal with that? You know,
1: what is the deal, dude? The Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers stuff is
0: eerie, eerily similar. It really is crazy. And you wonder if it's just the nature of the kind of like the Green Bay atmosphere does that to uh, a, a quarterback and like a person, or if those are just like two uh, coincidentally diva type people. I don't know. I just can't wait to, I mean, I say, I can't wait to not hear about Aaron Rodgers, but now with him in New York, that's all we're going to hear about. That's all I we're going to
1: hear about, man. But at least it's done. At least him and Green Bay, like I just want the trade to happen so that this can be done. I love it when storylines end. I want this to be done.
0: That that is a good point. It's like uh, in the timeline of a story, I do need I need like the resolution to come pretty quickly after the introduction to it. When you introduce it, and then forty eight months later, they're still talking about it. That I, I do have an issue with that. I do have a problem. Agreed. With that. Um, well, uh, Jason, how we doing, man? Like, what's good?
1: Doing well. You know, just the world's even as gambler. Still, we have our we have our down weeks, and then we have our up weeks, and then it just evens out. I mean, I got to tell you. I might go pretty hard on this tournament. I might go pretty hard. Guess how much college basketball I've watched all year?
0: Uh, okay, in terms of like on a scale of one to twenty-five, you can do you can do minutes if you want. Oh, minutes, minutes, uh, minutes per uh, minutes per week that you've watched <laughs> over the course. I'm going to say, I'm going to say three and a half. Three and a half. That's correct. That's <laughs> correct. You, it's a push. <laughs> Man, I was, I, I no, cheated I... and I was like, is do good? Duke is good they're not good but they want what what's going on I just that's the extent of my knowledge I thought they weren't good and then they won the freaking conference like
1: this I I don't I don't understand what's going on in college basketball but I'm very excited for the tournament I I truly am F1's back obviously Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. Ferrari's having some problems I don't want to get into
0: that we're going you know that's behind us now it's the engine uh the rotary girder problems right that's that's what it is that's correct. Yeah. Oh, God, man, thank you. How did you know that? Th- this positive gaslighting is working. It's charm. <laughs> it's. I'm so close to getting an F1 now just because of it. Yeah. <sighs> I tuned in and I watched uh, a Tennessee game a couple weeks ago. Uh, it might have been Tennessee, Kentucky, and I just watched Tennessee's point guard take 58 shots that were like uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, and along came Polly, just like raindrop, and like shooting from all over the court, not hitting anything. And then he and, and I was told he was their best player, and he got hurt. So I was like, I. Mm. And then Alabama's got a, you know, m- murder adjacent uh, situation going uh, on. <laughs> so I'm like, not, I, 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 part of me was like, yeah, let me, let me drop some money in here and like make some, make some bad decisions. But I thought, no, man, you don't get to do that because you've, you've already made your bad decision for this year and you need to yeah, let that you, budget Yeah, you did. Now. I
1: know. I know. No, I, did. I didn't. <laughs> okay. You know, I diversified and Tennessee is so infuriating. My brother and I talk about that team and you want to blame Rick Barnes. You really do. This team just forgot how to make a shot. Like they were
0: good at the beginning of the season. Half of these teams are so freaking weird. It's it's, it's Jekyll and the, the difficult Hyde. part is is just the quality of basketball is very different now. So you look I, I always look for those senior teams that are maybe not as flashy, but uh they've played together for a long time because I feel like chemistry goes a long way. But I the, the I've heard Rick Barnes is a good dude. He does look like the mega church pastor who just realized all of the staff have been embezzling money from him and the the coffers are empty, you know. He's got that look on his face, like I I don't know what to do now, boys. I do not know you what to
1: do. Know, you know what other look he has? I hope they win a couple of games, maybe make it to the final four. That'd be great. I maybe it's not gonna happen, but it'd be great. And then I have a feeling we're getting a dance video, a Rick Barnes trying to be cool dance video. It's not the that year sounds, for that, Rick.
0: It's not the year for it that. It is the year for that. No, it's yes. Not. <laughs> Manifest Just that. Go quietly into that good night. You know, you saw how that worked out for Brian Kelly. You know, this is the year for a dance video, uh, Brian Kelly. So do you, you know, we're not really going to talk directly uh, NCAA basketball, Um, but I did want to. Not s- yet. Not Maybe yet. Next week. Definitely not next week. Do you have like a strategy <laughs> like for, for who, like what your bracket, because uh, you put together a, a bracket showdown um, for a group by the time people are listening to it. It's, it's going to be way too late. So sorry you missed it. Um, But like, are you, are you choosing mass chaos? Are you going chalk this year?
1: I, I typically run
0: about seventy-five to eighty percent chalk. Mm.
1: But <laughs> honestly, I almost always run a hundred percent chalk and then I'm like, no, this is not how this works. Yeah. And then I force myself into it. You gotta find some twelves, you've gotta find some, you know, uh thirteens to to upset.
0: Yeah, yeah. See, I think if, if I was gambling, I would do I, honestly, I didn't even do a bracket. I don't feel, I, I just haven't watched. I'm like, why, why do I want to watch this crash and burn? But the, from what I understand, this is all chaos this year so this is the year to go full full-on chaos so it feels like that'd kind of be a little bit fun you know to get in on so i look forward to see uh what's going on in the tournament uh for, for the purposes of this episode and this conversation though we are going to use the lens of the ncaa tournament and talk about the good and the bad of uh of parenting especially here in the spring season we're right in the midst of all the school all the sports all the stuff all the socials um so spring break oh yeah spring break you guys got spring break Plans? What you get into? Head down to Florida. Okay, which part? You heard about the seaweed and the red tide? Yes. No. Tell me. Okay. Wait, um, this there's, is Gulf side. Okay. Uh, yeah, th- I think that you're heading right into the uh, the belly of the beast. There, uh, reportedly, uh, accordingly, um, to my sources. You know, I can't out them. This isn't official. Uh, I read something like there's a, a seaweed blob um, as wide as the continental United States. Which what? Again. Feels not real, and I'm not sure. It feels very dubious, but like it's a big, big old blob boy of seaweed somewhere out there. That's not your immediate issue. Your immediate issue is um, the red tide is coming back, and that is not a, a menstruation joke. Okay, pervert. That's not what that's about. It's actually. Do you know anything about the red tide? Have you heard about this before? No. We were in the Gulf a couple. Years I'm not ago. a big.
1: I'm not a big ocean guy. Uh, give me a po- give me a pool. Give me a lake. Seven days a week.
0: I mean, I'm trying honestly, Jason. I'm sitting here in this moment, and I, uh, my impulse would be like, I'm a huge ocean guy. But then I was like, Are you? Are you a huge ocean guy? You're a catch a football into waves guy. That's that's and my move. That's a hundred. I like move. that, I like that as
1: well. Yeah, we've been to the beach together. We love that.
0: I'm a hundred percent catch football in the waves guy, and then really, really overreact when my foot grazes a shell uh, in that's the water. 100%. <laughs> I need a 30 minute break. <laughs> really overreact. I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, point at it. I'm not going to uh, let people know that I overreacted, but I'm just going to play it off. I'm going to play it off. Like I wanted to get in a quick three yard sprint in away from that specific spot. Uh, but the red tie, we were in the Gulf a couple years ago and the red tie came in and it is, um, it's like a, it's almost like an airborne um, issue where uh, man, God. If, if what there, is happening if right there now? there are scientists in labs. You're describing right now, like like they're going to be so upset because I'm I'm not going to yeah. get this right. But it's <laughs> it's a, it's a it's miserable. It kills all the fish in the water. They they wash up on shore and it gets in the air and like it makes you feel like you're having a, like a coughing fit. So we to leave like we to leave a couple days early. So for really like you might want to check into that. You know, see what's up. Do they
1: have fans? Like don't aren't we putting in like a bunch of oh no that's hurting the whales, a bunch of uh, air turbines?
0: Just and, speed what, those. Th- Speed those things up. Oh, so you're just like, let's air condition this to someone else? Like, let's, let's push this to Destin? That's not Destin's air conditioning. Problem. Fans don't cool rooms. Fans cool people. Mm, mm-hmm. I, I got in a huge fight with my father-in-law about this. Fans don't cool rooms. Fans cool people. Is this That's a cousin correct. of like, guns don't kill people, people kill people? Absolutely not.
1: <laughs> you, okay. I'm doing my bit. We're not doing that bit. A fan moves air yeah. and feels cooler on the person yeah i'm talking about fans not air conditioning that's conditioning the air
0: sure yes
1: i just want to blow it back out to sea yeah okay ceiling fan in your room it feels it doesn't the ceiling fan does not change the temperature of the
0: air in the room are ceiling fans gaslighting us is that what we're talking about that's my point okay positive gaslighting okay i think we are on a journey here to number one um Uh, the things that the things that you get me into and
1: and like get me <laughs> to say and then just absolutely park. On I that. just I'm a
0: big goals guy, right? And so we became a Bills podcast. We tried to get them the Super Bowl, that didn't work. Now we're an Aaron Rodgers podcast, and I'm honestly no, you're not, but we are, aren't we? We led the. We show are an it.
1: Aaron Rodgers off the Packers podcast. Yes. I just then it know, stops.
0: You know what it is? I just want to know what's your end game, Aaron Rodgers. Like, I want to, I want to fast forward twenty years. And be like, where, where have you gone? Where have you been? What have you done? I just want to know. That is the greatest point I've ever heard. Because I, Pat McAfee quit
1: being a punter because he had a very distinct goal. Yeah, Peyton Manning didn't want to take over Monday Night Football, but when he knew he was done, he he had a plan. He wanted to go in with Denver. Indianapolis wanted to get luck. Blah blah blah. Right? What Aaron Rodgers has no substantial
0: plan that we are aware of that's exactly right. And I think, I don't know if he, maybe thinks, that's our fault. Have we not inspired him enough? Or is it just like, does he really, is, is Jeopardy the end game? He's like, I'm just like, I'm just, when all this goes away, I'm just going to be on Jeopardy and I'm going to be happy. He's I'm not
1: getting Jeopardy. Did you watch? It was so bad. He, Everyone else was better.
0: According to his sources, he was electric, you know? So I don't, I don't know what you were watching, but yeah, it's just whatever, whatever. But I do think one of our goals should be to figure out what gaslighting is like once and for all, You know, bro. You, you, you termed positive gaslighting last episode
1: because I'm trying to convince you and sway you. Yeah. I, I, do, I, don't, I don't know what gaslighting is. Is
0: everything gaslighting, either positive or negative? Is like the whole world made out of gaslight? I, I just don't know. And I just want to understand. I want to be the people when someone's like, let's get the experts on gaslighting. That probably sounds bad. You don't want to be an expert on gaslighting, on like academic gaslighting. See, is that, that's a whole genre like I didn't even think about, you know? Like I don't even know about.
1: I understand Riz now. It took me a couple of weeks. But not freaking
0: three years like gaslighting. It's uh, the, the problem. I understand Riz too, as someone had explained to me. I think it was on the podcast. I just, this is when I doubt everyone's like, man, Gen Z or Gen Alpha or whatever their name is. They're so smart. They're so good. They're going to change the world. I'm like, Riz is really close to Jiz. And that is just a tactical <laughs> error. You know? So I just, I, I, need I, to circ- I have some problems. Can we circle
1: back, Synergy? What is Generation Alpha? Because that generation I, is awesome. Was is there really a generation alpha?
0: That's I, I guess that's our after the, Gen Z, like uh, your youngest and my youngest. I, I think that's their terminology. I was like that sounds that's great. Millennials not cool. You know, you got
1: to step you got to step up if you're Generation Alpha.
0: I just don't think you can give out alpha willy nilly. I feel like that's one you designate after the fact. You know, like Greatest Generation. They weren't like, hey, you guys just got born. Congratulations, you're the Greatest Generation. I hope it works out. And then they got World War II. It was like, oh, in retrospect. That's probably the greatest generation. That is how it should work. Mm. I think that's good. Uh, Generational gaslighting. That's what we're doing right now.
1: (laughs) Did we we accidentally? I don't even know how it works.
0: I can hear the notes of people being like, maybe, maybe break on the, maybe, maybe lean away from the gaslighting. But (laughs) my instinct is to go right into it, steer into it. You know what I mean? Um, I don't even know how we got here. So we're talking about the NCAA tournament. We are... (laughs) We want to use the lens of seeds, of seeding, right? Because everyone's like, who's a one seed? Who's a two seed? Who's a 12 seed? Whatever. You mentioned it. You're like, I usually go chalk, but you do have to pick a 12 seed because the 12 always upsets a five. So what we want to do is talk about parenting in the context of seeding. So uh, I want to talk about one seed. Like what, Jason, when you think of like a one seed of parenting for you right now in the season, what is a one seed?
1: The one seed is absolutely golf. Now I can put this into a bigger thing which is doing things that you wanted to do anyways. I wanted to go to the combine. Guess what? Did I plant some seeds? Speaking of seeds mm. into little man's head that said, do you want to go watch 19 to 22 year olds, maybe even 27 year olds in some case work out in their underwear? You do? Cause it's electric. <laughs> and so we went in person and we went and did that. And then year over year now he wants to go daughters interested in going now. Okay. Okay. But golf is the biggest one. How can I be away from my family on the weekend or at night for five hours? You can't. It's not reasonable. Yeah. You want to go golfing? We can be gone for seven hours now
0: and eat hot dogs and get Gatorades. I love it. I think this is recreational gaslighting. It's the best kind of gaslighting, honestly. (laughs) Um, It's so smart. (laughs) Frankly, it is. I I did this to, to my oldest. I think we talked about this with The Last of Us. And I was like, man, really great show. It's really. Uh, you think you want to watch it? Like you like Pedro Pascal? You do like Pedro Pascal? Confirmed. He's in it. He's in that show. So I don't know. You know, it's it probably be pretty good. You can stay up late and watch it with us. And then there it is. Uh, there it been is. Like four times where he's like, I, I wish you hadn't done this. I wish you hadn't <laughs> made me watch this. <laughs> so it, it doesn't always work out, but that's that's a really good one of you know doing the Jedi mind trick. Of, video video it, games just, the same way. Mm. Oh, do you want to? Because my friends
1: are playing Fortnite now. And oh, do you want to play Fortnite with your uncles? Mm. Sure, you can.
0: Absolutely. Hop on. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I'm thinking about trying this with Ted Lasso, you know, now that third season's out. And I feel like, because I'm always trying to watch the lens of like, what do I have to explain later? Or what is he going to be uncomfortable with? I, I feel like there's only one or two scenes in that regard. But, but Roy Kent, Roy Kent's got a mouth on him, man. So I don't know what to do. It's a, it's a lot of words. It's yeah. a lot of words. Well, that's a good one seed. That's a really good one seed. Um, I, let me hit you with one of mine. I've got absolutely one seed. Probably, you know, I'm thinking, do you remember the UNLV? running rebels when they had like Stacy Ogman, Larry Johnson. Um, and Grandma, they, Ma. they were just like, they weren't just beating people. They were just curb stomping people like in that whole tournament run kid birthday parties with uh stated child drop-off policy. That's the UNLV of one seats. It's undefeated. It's like, Hey, we're having a party. Bring your kid. Don't stay. You're not allowed to stay. Okay. But you
1: don't have those parties.
0: Oh, I have those, that's the only kind of parties we have. We say, you, as an adult, are not obligated and expected. And frankly, it is not um, our wish that you stay here and lurk about and make me have to make an awkward conversation with you. We're handling, we're babysitting for a couple hours. So go get How out How is of that a one seed to you to babysit these rascals? Oh, no, no. Like, listen. Uh, you two like my
1: drop off ones.
0: Two of my kids are not social, so they don't have parties. The one does. So I can stomach it for once a year. I'm saying those ones where I... You know, I, I get the, I get the rundown Monday and I'm like, Saturday, we got a birthday party and I'm probably going to draw that one. Okay. And then I find out Friday, Hey, it's actually, it's actually a drop off. So you just, you just like, go just, you want to walk on dicks aimlessly. You get to do that for a little bit. Undefeated one seed. It's the best policy around or on, uh, I I said around, but it you know, I don't know your body, your choice. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to judge or do anything. I also want to say transportation as a parent transportation, you don't have to uh drive or be in charge of. You just get to ride. When are you getting this, these deals, man? This is incredible. Well, th- I mean, this is primarily like train rides. This is primarily train rides. Or like when someone else is like, hey, I'm I, I have to drive a the car. Pa- like when we when, whenever we go to live shows, Aaron is like, I have to drive. I have to be in control of the car. So I sit in the backseat and I'm like, This is the greatest thing ever. I can just ride in this car and not have to do anything. I got you. You know what I mean? I
1: thought you meant the train ride where you you go by yourself to write a book the
0: entire time. Yeah. I mean, that's also great. That's the whole point. That's why. Like, imagine, man, freaking Elon Musk. It's like, either do the driverless car or don't. Okay? Don't be a Twitter boy. Do this driverless car so I can write more books and I can write stuff. Okay?
1: Do, do Do the tunnel thing where I put my car on a platform and it takes me or don't. Yeah. Do the driverless car or don't.
0: Yeah. I mean... I, I, I'm not trying to say like I'm not trying to shame him about Mars, but it's like we're going to Mars. I think we probably need to get on that, you know, probably need to like get that thing rolling. So it got a lot of notes for Elon Musk, honestly. Do, yeah, do we have an entire Elon Musk episode in us? It's starting to feel like, yes, <sighs> he's one of those guys. that I feel like if you talk too much about Elon Musk, people are like, ooh, not a, not a big fan of that one. Did you read the, the Would You Date a Podcast, bro? Uh, New York Times article that was kind of bouncing no. around the other day. No, well,
1: I, I I know what you're I know what you're referencing. It's and tough. I think you took some screenshots of it and posted them in your stories if I remember. Tough look but...
0: for the podcast broskies out there. You know, just <laughs> take an L after L after L. It was it was not great. Um I'll also do this is more like uh you know, who was the one seed that lost recently? Like the first one seed in a while. Virginia. Virginia, thank you. This is this is a Virginia one seed, okay? Uh English or history homework that's that it's good. It's still homework. So it's not great, but, um, I get to help on it and I, I, I can do those right. There's going to be a 16 C we're going to talk about in a minute that I can't help with and I don't know how to do. Um, so that's not a good situation, but writing or history homework, that's the good stuff right now. I can just knock that
1: out. We are, we are completely opposite on this one.
0: Oh, see, cause I can, uh, unfortunately I've, I've read and listened to so much that I'm like, actually, you know, uh, third grader, uh, if you want to tell your teacher that the founding fathers weren't really about liberty as much as avoiding like property taxes, and they were in debt and they were going to lose their property, that's why they had a revolution. You can tell her that, or you can just stick to the liberty thing. Like your choice. Like it's a, it's just read the situation, read option. You know. You want to help your kids with that instead of doing some mi- elementary school math? Can't do the, can't do the elementary school math. Can't do it. Okay. <laughs> let's let's just do that. Let's skip to the 16th Spoil then.
1: Spoiler alert on the 16th let's,
0: seed. Let's go 16 C because the <laughs> look. The improper fractions versus mixed numbers. Number one, that sounds problematic. That sounds uh, like I'm going to get canceled or it's racist. I don't know if that's even the right terminology that we use anymore, but um, I I didn't learn this the first time around. So uh, I don't know why I'm supposed to learn this off of YouTube the second time around. It's preposterous. Do you know there's a new way to do division? (sighs) I
1: don't, I don't even know what that means. I've seen it done. It's wild. Can we all just use calculators? I mean, honestly. Yeah, I do I mean, want my kids to learn. Um, I do want my kids to learn cursive. Yes. And I do want my kids to be able to do math and writing and all that
0: stuff. Hold on. But on sorry. the other hand, I said yes. You know what I use? I said yes Google. to the cursive. And this is like uh, last episode when we were like, the Texans do not draft a quarterback. And we were both like, yeah, that makes sense. And then we had to double back and be like, actually, that's stupid. We shouldn't have said that. You want your kids to learn cursive? I said yes, yes but I did not mean that. Why do you want your kids to learn cursive? Uh,
1: eye hand coordination. I think that it has more to do with that than they're not going to use cursive. I'm not worried about that, but I think that the cursive writing is a good eye hand
0: coordination situation. Okay. Instead of that, why don't we install like 20 speed bags in elementary school classrooms and just let them work the speed bag, And that's hand-eye coordination. I'm, I'm in on that as well. Sorry. Are either one. Are you eye hand coordination or are you hand-eye coordination? I don't know which one I am. I think I've always said hand-eye. I've always said hand eye, but I feel like some people say eye hand.
1: Eye hand?
0: No, hand eye coordination. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Hand eye
1: coordination. What are we talking about? Like, it's the
0: same thing as rock, rock, paper, scissors. It's rock,
1: paper, scissors. That's not a thing,
0: right? Okay. No, I think I say paper, paper, rock, scissors. I say paper, rock, scissors. Sorry, that's me. That's me. I do actually. Wait a minute. Paper, rock, scissors. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is name gaslighting. Oh, it's this is where we get into trouble, guys. No,
1: it's rock, paper, scissors.
0: Paper rock scissors. No, that's how I say it. That's one hundred percent how I say it. I've always said no. It like it's that.
1: rock paper scissors.
0: I just I don't understand fractions, and I do. You know, sometimes you'll watch like a teenage dystopian movie series, like the one with Shailene Woodley or whatever, and it's basically Divergent. Like, thank you. Miles <laughs> I was teller. I was never going to get there in a million years. I never would have gotten there. Kate Winslet. Um, in uh, I've never been more let down by a series in my entire life. What's a? Oh, oh, who is the one? Man, the, Neo. No, I was going to describe her as nailed that joke. The actress with a with a sister who sings and the mom um, just killed herself. But that didn't seem like a fun way to describe it. So, oh my god, Judd Ashley Judd. That's I'm sorry.
1: Oh my gosh, Winona.
0: It, is it? It was accurate. It 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 was accurate, but it wasn't fun. You know, um, uh, Ashley Judd. Spoiler alert: not in most of those movies, just like in the first part. But uh, there's parts that I like about those movies because um they start and they're like hey you're eight years old you suck at math guess what you're not doing math anymore you're doing language or weapons and i'm not saying we you know bring back all the dystopian aspects but i think there's some wisdom in just being like hey this kid's this kid's at math if someone would have been like hey fourth grade Knox, you're never gonna be good at math so why don't we just read more right read double you know because you have a calculator and like that's the end
1: i would have loved that and i would have been the opposite like i don't read books now i wish i didn't have to fake read them then you know, be like Jason. You can just do math all the time. That's cool. You don't have to read these books and just write things that the teachers want to hear. Like you were just describing about with your daughter. It's whatever. We're about, no. I'm about to I'm about to get into grill voice and be no, like, I'm not writing voice. a paper that
0: makes sense. I'm writing a paper that the the, the teacher wants to read. That, oh god, that's that's my whole thing is measuring the teacher's vibe and then writing an essay to their vibe, and that's how you get out that's of college. All-
1: that's all I did. I didn't read the books. I just, like, what, what did they say in class that they got passionate about? And then I would make that the essay and then turn it in.
0: I'm not going to be the guy who's like, now teachers are going to earn their money because of chat GPT, like college professors, like English professors. But holy gal, like, I don't know how you get around chat GPT. Like, ugh, man, I'm going to pull back. Okay, uh, here's, okay. You know how sometimes you have too many, too many shirts in your closet and you're like, uh, the, the, someone institutes a policy that's like, if you get one, you have to take one out, right? So I'm going to to institute a policy where um, I can't talk about AI unless you can talk about F1. So you talk a little F1, then I get to talk a little AI. Because otherwise, I will run wild on AI and like all the different things that I'm messing around with right now.
1: I don't know what deal you're trying to make with me because we can talk about AI this entire time.
0: It's too much. It's too much. Spoiler alert.
1: Half this episode has been AI. Can you all, the listener,
0: figure out... Which parts were AI? Oh my gosh, you started doing the voice too. That's so smart. We we should we should fix it in post and just do robot voices the whole time and be like, <laughs> bam! Now it's us dummies. That's right. AI's free, and obsessed with gaslighting. Not us, okay? And Aaron Rodgers, not us. Next question. Um, yeah, I just I don't want to do math. I don't want to do math. Um, I, I also say, sixteen seed school field trips. School field trips are are, are a problem now, and I know not I, all schools. I don't are the do same. them, man. Well, some schools are a little more like laissez faire about it. Um, like my son's school, they're like, "Hey, no, no parents. That's ridiculous." Okay, because you're you're um, they go to the school so they can learn. You don't need to be here too. But my girls go to a school where they're like, "We are going to need both parents. Ideally, we need an ancestor, and <laughs> one of them needs to have served in the military before. So just make sure that happens." And it's the night before that field trip, which is also a problem. Uh, they like they straight up did. Uh, I, I don't know if it's v- Veterans Day, they had a service. And in the lead up to the service, they're like, Your child has to have interviewed a family member who served in the military. And I was like, Uh, first of all, they're all dead. Second of all, <laughs> even if they were alive, we're like nouveau riche family dysfunction here. Okay. Like, luckily, my parents kept it together and like are, are cool people and stayed together and like are on talking terms with us. Can't say that for anybody else. So even if they were alive, I don't know that they'd be like, Let's have an interview about my time in Nam, you know, smoking <laughs> out. The Vietnamese, (laughs) like, what are we doing here? So can schools, can we just like, I don't know, maybe talk about the new division and don't put more family burden on me, the parents. It's just, that's all I'm asking. That's a 16 seed. Very disappointing. You know, I would love to see you go on a field trip. Man, I did with my son back in the day. I did a lot of, uh, pumpkin patch stuff. You know, those were, uh, we call those the lean years of, uh, <laughs> podcasting and copywriting. So a lot more flex <laughs> in the sketch. Uh, and they weren't great. You know, you find yourself sitting at a table with a bunch of moms and, uh, just not good at chopping it up with the moms, you know, just as it's like, I'm making everyone uncomfortable. No one wants me here. <laughs> This isn't that's cool. not your fault. I know, but it's like, so is the move to be more outgoing? I don't think that's the move. That probably feels weird. So I'm just going to go stand in the corner and at least it's an acceptable amount of weird. You know, it's what they expected from me. Um, did you have a 16 seed for parenting? The sixth,
1: yeah. And it's the absolute stress of being a parent. I, I think that, you know, you're balancing not being a helicopter parent, being a helicopter parent, making sure you don't get labeled as that by your friends, family, colleagues, anything like that. Yeah. But also, there's a lot of good technology. I like to have a little GPS chip on my kids, you know? So yeah. we went ahead and put that into their arm, and now I know where they are at all times.
0: Oh, for real? Like, for real, for real? <laughs> no. Oh, man. <laughs>
1: just a okay. watch. We just got them watches so that they could explore the neighborhood
0: Okay, more. So that my reaction was I, I was slowly trying <laughs> to figure out how do I confront him with, that's weird, and you shouldn't have done that? But also let him feel like accepted and safe in this place. God, so. I would
1: I would implant something for the technology of it all. You know what? The problem is the the, the van drivers, not minivan, mm. the white van drivers with no windows. That's mm. the problem. Mm-hmm. Not the kids, right? So it's like it's defensive driving. Do you know what defensive driving school is? Maybe yeah. I had to go to it once, not a big <laughs> deal. But they don't teach you to be an offensive driver. They teach you that the other drivers might hit you. Right?
0: Yes, yeah, it's the
1: defensive part. So, man, I, I'm not trying to go into defensive parenting. No, dude, defensive
0: driving dad voice. It's good. <laughs>
1: I I'm trying to balance. Let them just take their bikes and go in, and who knows where they go? And good luck. And what age is that at? And nobody teaches you these things. Like I just had to think back to my childhood. And you know, there's all the back in my day, we used to just go play, and then the dinner bell, and blah blah blah. It's like, okay, great. Well, you didn't have video games back then either, or yeah, devices, or Apple TVs, or shows that you watched as a family together, right? So none of that was happening. That being said, I go explore. That's fine. But now what? Like, just this is just new to me. Like, that's what I'm talking about. The stress. That's why it's a 16 seed. Is I, I'm I'm trying to balance all these things. So I just put a watch on their wrist. Give them a watch that has a, maybe a GPS in it.
0: So. You just put the mark of the beast on their neck. Is that a big deal? No, it's not that big of a deal, guys. Gosh. Look, th- this is, this is uh, a great call um, because, number one, um, uh, if I'd had an iPad when I was 10 years old, that's the only thing I would be doing. Because when I was 10 years old, the only thing I actually did was I would get home from school and I would play F-Zero for like three hours. And then chase it with some Mario Kart if my friends came over, and I would listen to Cake, uh, Fashion Nugget, on a loop, on my boombox. That's what I did, okay? I was not out there chasing the great wild yonder. I was just blowing time, just like this generation does. Secondly, do you think the windowless van uh, creators, do you think they just don't know? Like, they just don't know the vibe on their product? And someone just seems like, hey, you know, like, you're kind of associated with pedophiles. So, maybe just a window. There to be another
1: use for them. Like, it, it... Painters have them. Like, why can't painters have windows? Because they're stacking stuff in there on shelves, and it's just not necessary, and a window costs more than the siding? Probably. You know, like, I'm not saying painters are abducting kids. I'm saying (laughs) that's like the actual use of a windowless van.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Right? Trade people, transportation, there's no point to have the cost of the window if you can just have the siding
0: go all the way up. But it's a stigma it's a st- it's, it's like i, I kind of wish a, it's a
1: stereotype it's out there
0: why didn't biden acknowledging
1: do like, it not creating it
0: biden should be like hey tiktok gotta sell or get out of here or whatever he's doing with tiktok and then like sandwiched in there you know like with i don't know it's pork i feel like they use pork a lot when they like make like laws and legislation stuff they'd be like also windowless fan drivers like you have windows gotta have at least one window you know there's like codes for buildings like you have to rail like on your porch or whatever Like you got to have a window in a van. Every, every window, every van gets a window. Sorry. Like that under my watch as president Joe Biden, that's what we're doing here. I feel like I would be like, man, that's a sick move, Biden. That's pretty good stuff. Thanks man. That's good. So
1: so that stress is my 16, 16 seed and just dealing with it. Nobody preps you for middle age. I got to tell you, you know, and how, and how could they
0: No, And, and we are the, uh, you know, we're not the alpha generation, obviously reluctantly, Um, clearly we're the, we're the only one that rides that we straddled the before and after, you know, th- those times of like, yeah, we could just kind of go ride bikes or whatever. Um, or like your kid can disappear into the metaverse and like lightsaber things all day. And I, I understand that it's very understandable. I would also do that as well. You know, like we have a trampoline. Trampoline's kind of cool. It's not cool for three hours. It's trampoline, you know, it kind of gets tiring after a little bit. Works the hammies, um, five seeds. Five, do you have any five seeds? And I, I think to, to characterize five seeds, my idea here was at least this is this is how I was going after it. Um, these are things that sound good, but ultimately are a little disappointing in the form of the one at least one or two fives per year getting upset by the twelve seed.
1: So this is close, but different than your sixteen seed of going on class field trips. Mm. My five seat is coaching your kids. Okay. It sounds great. At first, they want you to coach them, but now you got to deal with other people's kids. Oof. And you got to deal with potentially your kid being terrible yeah. at the thing you're coaching them at. Now you, have all, now you have to deal with parents, right? So it sounds good in theory, and you want to do it. But then what inevitably happens is you deal with the other crazy parents. I don't know. Are you a screamer as a parent at no. games? I don't say a single
0: thing. I stay in the corner away from everybody because I will become a fighter if someone else is screaming. I think we addressed a year or so ago that I had to
1: break up a, or I went down and screamed at a couple coaches that were attempting to fight and <sighs> That's right. took care of that. But besides that, I don't say anything and I've adopted, I think it's your rule or you heard it from somewhere is don't say anything about the game on the drive home. Yeah. So that, that, that doesn't cause that is a big thing. Like I just asked him to have fun. Well, you know, great job, blah, blah, blah. But if every time on the ride home after their event, competition, spelling bee, sports, whatever it may be, if they, they will grow anxiety to the idea that we have to rehash it on that drive home. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I, I love that you have brought that up and I've adopted that as well. But coaching your kids, five seed seems like a great idea, right? You want to be involved. You're probably going to go anyways. You're going to be there. But I... I struggle with it.
0: So. No, I think it's a good call. And and just as a a cleanup, if your kid is trying to talk about the game, and you're just like, no, I want to talk about Aaron Rodgers. You got to learn about Aaron Rodgers. And have you heard about what's happened on the Last of Us? That's not the right move. You can engage with the kid absolutely um, after after the game if they want to talk about it. That's a good thing to do. Um, like when my
1: daughter was goalie on Sunday, mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. and gave up just atrocious soccer goals. Yeah, did I bring that up on the drive home? No, I did not. No, I did not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The uh so is your move if your kids are terrible? You're like, "Hey, sorry about it. I'm the coach. I make the calls. Kids going to play." No,
1: absolutely not. Best kid plays at okay. all levels. Even even if you have to have even minutes, we're fudging that. We're trying to win. We're here to win. Now, what me- are we teaching this generation? We want to win. <laughs> uh, for me, I buy them separate trophies. You know what I mean? <laughs> they get their medal from the league. Yeah. But guess what? If you win, Coach Jason's buying you a bigger trophy. If you I, lose, you're, you're raking the field.
0: I'm a big fan. Look, people get, you know, I wrote about participation trophies. It was actually invented like pre-World War II, I think. Um, I think maybe everybody gets participation trophies, but you can make those participation trophies sized differently depending on contributions. I'm not against that. I think that'd be interesting. On the
1: team. Yeah, Absolutely. Exactly. And call it out too. Rachel, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You scored no points this season. Okay. You're See, getting a you're, you're getting a certificate that it's not even on
0: cardstock. Yeah. Sorry. This is like printer paper. This isn't even like real printer paper. It's just like legal binding. This is fact paper. I, uh, uh, so my policy is once you get into school sports, now I have some expectations of the coaches. But before that, um, you are a volunteer and you are doing a thing I did not choose to do. So I have no critiques for you because my, my youngest, correct. she was coached by a gentleman who had no business coaching soccer. Um, but he was the only one that stepped up and did it. So yep. was it weird when he wasn't putting the, our two best players on the field at the same time and he would take them off at the same time and we would just hemorrhage goals? It was weird. But did I say anything to him about it? I did not. I did not say a word to him because he was doing something I wasn't doing. Now, coaching in school teams. It's interesting because um, at one school, my, my girls, they're with a coach or my middle uh, girl. She's with a coach who's like, um, if you suck, you will not play. I will not give you pity minutes. I will not feel bad for you. Your parents can call me, they can scream at me. You will not play. You will be exiled to a Mediterranean country and I will not care about you. Don't test me on that. But my son, it's like a it's like everyone everyone rotates. Everyone rotates through. And I'm more of the opinion like let's let's try to win. You know, let's go for the neck. Let's go for the jugular here. Let's not make not everybody gets playing time at a certain point. You know what I mean? That's what garbage time is for. If the good players
1: get us up by 25, whatever the sport is, I don't know. That's relative. But then, hey, other people are going to... So make those good players better if you want to play.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think the pandemic with our kids, the pandemic, it either uh, it, it made um, not passive kids, but it, it made kids who aren't like, I'm going to try to murder you in this sporting event. It made them more passive and it made the murderous kids who are like, I'm going to try to assassinate you on every single snap play face off, whatever, it made them more uh, violent and aggressive. So it's a real disparity out there in sports right now. Okay. One of my five seats is uh, getting a pet, getting a family pet and everyone sitting down, have a family meeting and you know, it's a family meeting because you're in the living room, you know, and there's like a, like a talking totem where it's like the only person who is holding like the vase can talk. So it's very official. You know, there's minutes, there's everything. Uh, and everyone's like, we will, agree to do shifts. We will take this puppy out. We will help with this puppy. We will feed this puppy. We will make sure the dish is full of water at all times. And then 13 hours later, all hell busts loose. No one is caring for this puppy anymore. And now you, the person who really didn't want the puppy is now in charge of taking care of the puppy at all times. That's a real five seed because it seems like a good idea to get a pet. And then it's 3 AM and you're freezing your balls off and you're trying to get this dog to go to the bathroom you know
1: we had our little fur buddy pass away last year and they wanted a new dog so i said fine i will write a contract that i'm not doing anything at all and then you all may get a new dog i'll cuddle it i will love it i'm not letting it out i'm not feeding it and then they're like well you work from home you can't let it. i was like i'll let it out one time per day <laughs> when i'm working from home they will not sign that contract because that's exactly, trust me, I do want a little dog. I like little dogs and I don't like, and we have allergies, me and in the family of dog allergies, and even hyperallergenic dogs have dander, blah, blah, blah. I'll get a dog. But guess what? I'm not taking care of it. It's too much. It's too much for me.
0: It's too much. See, you're you're a better person than me because you have a standard and you'll uphold it. I fold immediately, and I'm like, I guess I'm. This is my burden now. This is my Sisyphus. But you're rock. a
1: true dog lover. I like having a dog to cuddle with, and I can go over to friends' houses and and get that fix in. Just like that's why we're not having another kid. Like we can go over. We can find babies to hold. That to, mm, not loving that. But no, we're no, that go, in.
0: no pursue that. Like, what does that mean? <laughs>
1: I love holding babies. Sure. <laughs> sure. But yeah. Uh, How many windows does your van have?
0: Just out of curiosity, just like for the, for the record, uh, more uh, than three one power doors.
1: One, two, three.
0: <laughs> um, I just, I'm, I'm going to tell you something and, uh, I'm going to tell you the, uh, presentation of the idea. I'm going to tell you my reluctance to it. And I'm gonna tell you what's going to happen. Okay. So, you know, like we're, we're uh, eventually we're going to move. We're going to move out to some land, some family land, Gonna have a little space, um, and Ashley, and my daughters, want to get chickens with this because my sister's out there and she has chickens, and we always see them when we visit. Um, and they want to get chickens. I don't want to get chickens. I tell them I'm not gonna get chickens because I know it's gonna be again 3 a.m. and there's like an impending snowstorm. And I'm gonna be chasing these freaking chickens around, trying to put them in God knows where, or like there's a pack of stray dogs running around, and I've got to save their chicken lives. And I'm telling them we're not getting chickens. And I guarantee you, this time next year, put it on the calendar, I'm going to have some freaking chickens running around where we live. I just know it. I just know it's going to happen. Chickens?
1: I would, I'll get chickens. Not at my current residence. But if I, I was in that situation, I would get chickens. That's free eggs. I don't get I, me wrong. It's not free. You have to buy other stuff. But no, you get the whole enclosure. Have you not seen these chicken coops?
0: I Don't chickensplain me. I've seen chicken coops. I understand how it works. I understand how eggs work. But, this is more drag. This is just more. Dra- I'm trying to reduce drag, bro. I'm trying to reduce obligations on me. I've got to like do all this bull crap every single day. And by the time I'm done, I'm like, I'm, I'm so tired. I didn't get to do anything I wanted to do. I didn't get to do anything I meant to do. And now I'm going to be like nurturing and like uh, emotionally coaxing eggs out of chickens. I can't. I don't have the bandwidth for that. But I swear I'm going to be doing that next year. I know I am. I just know it's going to happen.
1: You're going to love it. I'm not going to love it. I'm going to hate it. They take care of themselves. (sighs) I don't even know if that's true. Hey, pop (laughs) culture reference. I want to recommend a show on Amazon Prime called Clarkson's Farm. Mm. I want you to go watch it. It is so freaking good. They've had two seasons of it. It's a quick watch. It's extremely good. And Jeremy Clarkson from Top Gear fame. I don't know. I didn't watch all those shows, but uh, Moto Journalist, whatever. Sure. This show is incredible, and you need to go watch it if you're about to get chickens because that's he's going through the stages of having a farm oh. and trying to figure stuff out, and it is such a rewarding watch.
0: I'm just like, I, I want to live on the farm without the burden of maintaining the farm, and that's the, that's the, that's now. the proposal we have. That's the opportunity we have here. But instead, what we're going to do is onboard some of the burdens of having a farm that we don't need. And <laughs> do I want to know what the
1: the chickens are going to be fine. No, they're
0: not. Do you know what's going to happen next is a goat. I, I foresee,
1: go- I foresee I have goat. I foresee goat for you.
0: I'm going to live in a shipping container that is like sales around the world. I'm not doing that. I'm not milking. I'm with, not milking with a goat. anything. You don't have to milk the goat. It's just a pet. I'm No, That's a pre- that was a preemptive. I'm not milking anything. Okay. You all are going to get an in, inside pig. No, I'm not doing goat <sighs> yoga. Yes. I'm not doing pigs. I'm not doing. Listen, can I, I did feigning goats. Can I give you a short taint idea really quick? Um, cause my, my sister did have, uh, pigs and then she, uh, sent them to the, you know, um, but well, she actually didn't, uh, her, her husband and some friends, um, took care of the pigs and, you know, uh, dealt with it. And I said, my idea was like business idea. Hey sharks, it's me, Knox looking for, you know, 25% of a hundred thousand dollars. Uh, and it's a business where you go like home to home and like deal with the pigs for people and it's called Squill team six. And like, that's. <laughs> It's not. I don't even know how the logistics of the business work. I just think the name's cool. <laughs> I feel like Mark oh my would be gosh, on that.
1: I want to see, see the logo of that so bad.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! I think that's episode name. Uh, I think I, I would. I would invest in that if I was a billionaire. She's like, I don't know what this is or how this oh works, gosh. but I want to see this. I want to see this fly. I think that's good. I think it's a good list. I think that's a strong tournament field, a very strong tournament field. Can you imagine if we filled out the entire bracket? It'd be elite. I, again, I do want to um, just encourage people. You never have to do brackets of content for around tournament season because the only interesting part is the first round. And then you're just like you're anchored to this content monster monolith forever. So don't feel like you got to do that. Let that what can we expansion.
1: replace that with? Because the competition of things that shouldn't be competing against each other is pretty interesting. Yeah, Jim Halbert versus you know, Ryan Atwood. It it I do like that there's no correct answer here construct. Sure. And I don't agree that I think the the later rounds, if not the the championship is the only interesting thing, not the first like the first rounds you're so opinionated and the the you either didn't do that show at all on one of them. And then it's just so obvious versus they don't actually play the game. Right. So yeah. what can we, what can we offer up instead of pop culture brackets?
0: I mean, honestly, I don't know, but I think you're speaking to the, the, the problem inherent to it because you laid out a first round matchup, of Jim Halper versus Ryan Atwood. Like that's not even, that's not even a matchup. That's Ryan Atwood. That's not even a 16 versus a one. That's like a, like a one versus for, a 58, you know?
1: Well, that's the point. It is for us, but no, it's oh, not. It's so for everybody. People, it's for anybody. So many eyes. people would pick Jim. And this is why those pop culture brackets work.
0: Have you rewatched The Office in in a minute? You seen any?
1: Uh, the first couple seasons. I can't deal with it when Ed Helms gets there. That's Oof. where I stopped. Yeah, yeah, during maybe at the very beginning of the pan pandemic, Lovato. I watched up until Ed Helms got there.
0: You know, in uh the Lego Movie when Lord Business is cool and fun and like easy breezy, that's like the Steve Carell years. But when he turns into like Lord Business. That's the Nard Dog years. Just not great. <laughs> not a great time. We uh, we was, we popped on a couple for my son, and uh, it'd been a minute since we watched it. And you know, when you're watching with someone, you're like, I want you to laugh. Like, don't you think it's good? Don't you think it's worth your time? Uh, and they're not laughing. And it, <laughs> we, it uh, it just didn't land. Didn't land. And I was like, is was this was this as funny as I remember? Or is this one of those rearview mirror things? Of I, I I remember this more funny than it actually was. Not that it's bad. But it's just like I've put too much on it, you know. Probably,
1: probably, and it meant something at a time, right? And then that sticks with you. Veep
0: is very rewatchable, God. extremely rewatchable. Veep is so good. It's because the insults are timeless. The insults are yes. utterly timeless <laughs> and so good. Um, okay, well, that is uh, that's the main part of our episode. Let's go. Let's go, cameo here, cameo close to the pin. Remind me because I honestly don't remember. Um, did I win the last one? Did I break the streak? Or are you still it's seven to one? is it seven okay so i did break i did break the perfect yeah, game up. yeah yeah okay okay seven one seven one okay so you, you, the you perfectly is
1: jinxed it and then broke it up yes that's so correct so this
0: one i think and i think we talked after and we agreed this is worth five this one uh this episode oh. is worth five points that's uh man it's in my notes celebrating
1: somewhere. the 90th episode with a five pointer
0: i'll give you we could do it with two no we'll no two. one i'm doing this like a gentleman i'm doing this like a true you gentleman. just went for five Anchor to the big number, okay? And then work <laughs> and then go back to the original. Well, see, I'm that's trying to get you to I'm trying most... to get you to four. I'm trying to land on four. That's what I'm trying to do. Okay. okay. And this whole sequence was AI. Okay. Guys, again. Got you again. <laughs> Freaking in your face. God. People just don't understand the power of AI. It's honestly impressive. Um, so this will be worth one. And we're gonna do uh Sarsen from Friday Night Lights. Um oh, I believe his don't. name is Matt. No, it's something Zach Gilbert. Zach Guilford. Yeah. Matt Saracen in the show. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He's done other things, obviously. Midnight Mass most recently is where I watched him. And he's great in that. He's really, really good in that. It, he's not done
1: anything as poorly as throwing a football. I can tell you that.
0: <sighs> but do, do you blame him? Or do you blame yes. like the director producers? You know, No. Go figure it out. See, I'm like, I am a tool to be used. And if you put me in a situation like, example, math, I'm not going to be used well. But if you put me in a different situation, I could be used well. I don't know why they asked him to throw that out. If
1: you sign a contract and you know you're going to throw a baseball or a football with a camera pointed at you, yeah, that's on you. That yeah. is on – you. Know, the director expects you to come to set prepared to not look like a dingus.
0: Again, I just want to remind everybody that we're living in a, in a uh, timeline and reality – where we are watching a kindler, gentler Survivor, which we might talk about here for a second after we... No, yeah, you, you want to survive Survivor for a second? I forgot that we we had a couple things on it, but we're living in a gentler timeline of Survivor because back in my day, back when men were men, um, oh, I lived in a world thanks. where Jeff Probst uh, looked at a contestant and said, uh, after watching him throw and missing uh, by like 15 feet, said, wow, I can tell your dad didn't play catch with you when you were a kid. <laughs> that', that that's like back in the day when Simon Cowell would just like obliterate people on American Idol. You know, um, I'm not saying it was good. Uh, I'm not saying I want that, but I'd say it's memorable. I do remember it, you know, a lot. You told I me um, off air that you had listened to the first Jeff Probst podcast episodes. I have not. What, what's your take on it?
1: It's awesome. It's very, very good. It's not a recap. They brought in um, dang Bruce. This is a spoilage for the first couple episodes. We are not spoiling this week's episode but that's right uh bruce had to go home medical situation yeah head injury bruce and, and they brought bruce onto the podcast and talked about what happened it's very behind the scenes e it's not to to date it's not recappy uh there's a producer on there that started as i don't remember what the actual name was but in the art department basically making the the things this is planned out x y and z in advance I've not read all of these things over the years. I've not read a survivor book. So for me, that's started with what season 41. Mm -hmm. This has been, it's been pretty fascinating to hear the behind the scenes and then testing out the testing out the games and building the games and stuff like that. So it's, it's been, it's been fun from that regard. I'm only, a you know, maybe the, the preview two minute thing. And then, Chew in
0: something like that's that. a fascinating because I, I assumed it was going to be a recap episode, even though everyone said it's not going to be a recap episode. Um, but I appreciate it because I remember I used to listen to I want to say a Breaking Bad um podcast after the episodes that it wasn't a recap, but it was kind of like, here's how we made this episode. And it was, was it so Vince? fascinating. yeah, it was Vince and like one yes. of the lead editors and something else. And I thought like, this is such a smart way to approach it instead of two blowhards like talking about what happened. Um, so I, I'm gonna give that a shot and, and give a are, listen. Are we the blowhards? Oh, 100%. Yeah, okay, 100%. fair. Just I'm enough sure. for two. Just if you, sure. you don't want to be opted into that, um, but I can I can certainly <laughs> occupy that space. Um, but like you said, you uh, so three have aired. I've watched three. You've watched two. I'm not trying to shame you. That's just what it is. So we're not talking True. about three. We talked
1: about this before. This we is did. all above we war. did.
0: Um, and this is not AI. This is actually us, or is it? Um, <laughs> interesting. You will have to find out. Uh, <laughs> stay tuned for <laughs> is the. That, end.
1: Is, is that our AI transition noise? <clears throat>
0: <laughs> That's what a robot thinks a human thinking that, that sounds like. That is not
1: like. going to catch on, I can tell you.
0: That. <laughs> um, well, I, uh, you'd mentioned um, having some feelings about the birdcage aspect of this season. Are you a pro or negative on the birdcage?
1: Absolute pro. Absolute I pro am, as
0: well. It's so I good. am
1: for the birdcage. And they got so lucky because of Carolyn. Because they got to juxtaparty. Juxtap- Juxtapose. Oh, boy. You can do out. it. You can do it, AI. Juxtapose. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a bit. <laughs> a, I a, can't get the middle one.
0: to pose. You're too, you're too in it. You got to zoom out, and you can find it. I believe in you. I'm not doing ASMR deep breathing on the mic. They got to juxtapose. Can mm-hmm. we do that?
1: Yep, you can do it. You can do it. They were able to, and I have a question about this. Uh-huh. Do you believe that the survivor editing is pure to chronological leading up to each tribal council. Not, I know they jump around in a day,
0: you know, this actually contained within the episode, like the events of the episode.
1: Yes, but only based off of tribal council to tribal council, because there is a solid chance that it made the episode more compelling that two different teams. I don't remember if the third one did or not. Two different teams opened up. Yeah, all three have opened up the birdcage. Mm-hmm. One did it and everyone knew about it. And two did it. And, and that was on the second episode. And the way that it was handled by Carolyn is completely different than the way it was handled by a uh, firefighter guy. Yeah, Danny. Or Danny. Danny. Because Carolyn, sloppy hung it back up and locked it, but it was clearly had been messed with. Sure. And there was no weight on it, right? NASA guy, Carson figured that out immediately, which by the way, Carson's interacting with people on Twitter. It's actually been pretty interesting, not giving away any spoilers, but saying like giving some background on what happened. So that's been pretty cool to follow as well. If you're a survivor fan. And then Danny hung it back up and it looks like nothing had happened at all. And I don't think that could have been planned by survivor. But I do am curious if both of those happened because Danny hasn't told anybody yet that could have happened on a different day. And then they just got to make a great episode out of it. But that would be really interesting if that happened from tribal council to tribal council.
0: Okay. See, I, I hadn't really thought about it like that, but you raise a good point. And I think, especially when we are three tribe um, divided, and like one tribe might just not go to tribal council for a while. I feel like they get really, um, generous with what they take and then when they deploy it. And I'm, I, I think I'm good with that just because I do, I need you to tell me a story. All I'm asking is like, tell me a cohesive story, make everything seemed earned. And again, whoever wins, I want, I don't want to be like blindsided by like what that doesn't actually make any sense. Um, there again, this is not spoiled for the third episode, but, um, there's a lot of birdcage adjacent action and conversation to your point. And I think that is, um, you know, the larger aspect of what we're talking about is I think that's what makes, that's what separates survivor from the rest of reality TV is they are so good at, they try new things. Sometimes it doesn't work like with the time glass thing. Um, hourglass. Yes. Hourglass. Some people call it time glass, probably, you know, equal 50, 50, I would say, uh, rock, paper, scissors. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Hand eye coordination. But the, uh, they are great at tossing something out, not knowing how it's going to play out and just letting it be an experiment because different people will access things in different ways. As you were watching like this birdcage thing is such a fat, because a couple of things that happened in the third episode, I told my kids like, I would have never even thought to do that, but it's such a smart thing to do in relation to it, you know? And I think that in a, in a show where there's so much equalization of information and perspective and context and strategy Those are the things that you can put in a game and no one's prepared for. That's when the good players rise up to the top or just, it's the variability that makes things happen. You know? So I'm, I'm so glad, so glad that they've done that. I don't think Carolyn with, with her birdcage. Yeah. Everybody was together
1: except for Carolyn and none of them thought it was Carolyn.
0: (laughs) It's just so fascinating because it's how you assess people, you judge them, you underestimate, you overestimate. Um, but yeah, you're really going to like the third episode then because Sweet. they make some editing choices that I think are very, uh, it feels at first you're like, hey, wait a minute. But then there's a, a specific reason why they do it. And there's a lot of conversation around that freaking wreckage. And there's also a lot of like, um, you know, around the fire conversation that I always really enjoy, you know, it gives you the texture and the personality of each contestant. And I feel like it's been missing that for uh, for a while now. So um, great, great things for the season. So far. I'm I'm yep. loving it. I think there is um, I won't say who. Maybe we'll talk about this next week. But I think there's one player who, after the third episode, is far and away. It's got to be the favorite, and this person has to be doing the best job on the season, at least to me, in my estimation so far. So I'm interested to see if you land on the same place. Um, okay, let's go back to the aforementioned Matt Harrison, Zach Guilford. I think Guilford, whatever, uh, on Cameo. Cameo Closepin Pen worth one point. Okay, I've got mine. I am guessing $125 and $5,000 for business. $101,000. $101,000. Zach Guilford. I don't know why I was putting a U in there. Zach is, first of all, he's got great hair. Really great hair. He's got a very like Colorado, you know... I'm just kind of backpacking across the state vibe to him in these. Um, He is available for $57. Yes. And $1,000. Yes. Very affordable. Very affordable. Does that clinch it? Does that clinch it for you?
1: Wait, do you have to get the first thing exactly right? No. No, you don't. You just have to win the first, and then you have an opportunity at the business.
0: Congratulations. Ten to one. That was one of those, uh, you know, like the old school warriors. When, like, they had their, their team, but they would just get run off the floor by, like, 40. And it was like, this was never even close. That's what it felt like. Like, I just got ran off the floor, you know? Bam! Honestly, would've I been, mean...
1: Would have been nice to have been a 10-0. to 0. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to say that now. I'm going to say that now.
0: I'm going to spin zone you and be like, this is kind of a little disappointing, honestly, because you could have just shut me out. And, like, if you hadn't slipped up a couple weeks ago... This- you know what it feels like when, when your boy Tom Brady couldn't
1: beat the Giants for the perfect season? That's what it feels like to me. Wow.
0: I... I don't think I have any comeback. I think I just got humiliated. And then I just think I got like the bad memories resurrected and I don't think I deserve to have a comeback. You know, I think well, well done. Well played. Good job by you. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. Fresh start next week. Fresh start. Thank God. Oh my gosh. I got to bring it next time. Um, okay. That's it for this episode of the over Achievers. For you go. Please remember to follow the show on Twitter at OU achievers and on Instagram at over underachievers. Also, uh, if you want to spread the word about the show, Five star ratings and reviews are great. But if you want to tell people you know and you love that you love this podcast, that's the best way to help us. As always, I'm Knox, He's Jason. We'll see you next time.